0: All right, welcome everybody to a special interview with Mr. Tyshawn. Are we saying your last name because you're like a film guy now? You.
1: Uh yeah, you can say you can say my last name
0: is it, what is Alexander? Right? Alexander, yeah. Yes, we have Tyshawn Alexander with us, who is a director, writer, filmmaker, a gamer, and all of the things. Uh, Loki, a comedian. Yo, I was going to say the same you, thing. You have to funny. be
2: in tune with comedy to do what you do. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely.
0: So we're sitting with him today because we talked about this. Like, all right, when you drop this, we got you got to come on Spark Up and talk about it. So you're dropping something called Road to Riches. Yes. Tell us a little bit about it.
1: Okay, so um, Road to Riches is a little series that I've been writing for the last three years. Um, started in 20, 2018, 2019. Um, really went really went into it during the pandemic like 2020 around march um i was working like a film job and i just seen i used to do skits back in college and everything and i just seen like where the difference between doing a skit and mm-hmm. doing like this for real for real like mm, with gotcha. the actual cameras and like full length yeah like full length so i was working that job and i was like all right what i got from that was just take everything i learned from this job and apply it to my own craft um so when the pandemic hit. I was just like in writing consistently and I was like okay I met the right people I met the right like I was just it was just the right time to do this and I worked on that for two years it was supposed to be a week project that ended up taking a year and a half to finish
0: yeah I mean you think it'll take a short amount of time then you get exactly. to it and it takes forever yeah. and
1: then yeah. you, know, you go back and edit and you're like damn more time <laughs> more time yeah editing yep. is crazy
0: so let's go back now. Let's, yes. Since we talked, well, we'll get back to the show, but we met you back in 2017-ish. Yeah. And you were a part of, well, you guys created a podcast called The Huddle. Mm-hmm. And that's how we met y'all. But you're all in the acting industry. Yes. So talk about your connection with your friends because you essentially started out with them. And yeah. talk about how you guys all came together.
1: Yeah, definitely. So um, Trey and Ray... Um, was who I did the who I did the huddle with and also our skits and stuff during college. Ah, <laughs> oh,
0: that's funny. It's Look at that.
1: <laughs> exclusive, 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 exclusive. Right? Um, but yeah, we did um we did skits and we did the huddle in college. Um I met Trey in high school, uh ninth grade. Yeah, ninth grade uh freshman year. We had French class together and he was just always funny and everything too. So, you know, we just bounced off each other with ideas and stuff. So we always wanted to do skits. We watched People do skits on YouTube. Um, we were like, we could do this. Um, so I did a little something in high school, but it wasn't really... It was like going around... At, what people do nowadays mm-hmm. actually going around asking people questions mm-hmm. with their phones and stuff. I was doing that in high school. But then my principal kind of shut that down when it got too big. Like, parents yeah. were coming up to her and saying like, oh, yeah, like, I've seen these videos in high school. They didn't complain. They thought it was funny, but she was just like, oh, I didn't have permission to do it.
2: What kind of questions were you asking?
1: Uh, I was just like, okay, like, what makes... what makes uh uh hoe into a Can you make a hoe into a housewife? Uh you know, and then I would have I would have the guys' answers, girls' answers, stuff like those type of questions. The ignorant questions.
0: Survey questions, basically.
1: Yeah, basically. And then she shut it down. She was like, Oh, you're not walking the stage if you don't if you don't get rid of this. She was like, she called me to the office. She was like, I need you to delete this in front of me. You have people going against their will. I was like, Everybody wants to do this. I was like, it's That's not against their up. will. So she did, I had to delete it and then I was like, All right, right, bet. When I get to URI, I'm gonna make actual videos like skits and stuff like that because i know i could have did that mm-hmm. and me and trey bought a camera and then i was like he told me he's like when we buy this camera we have to be all in because you know we're in college and stuff spending bread on <laughs> yeah camera, yeah. Which was expensive. yeah so i was like all right so we went all in um we lived with ray um during the time and he was just somebody who seen us doing this and he was like hey can i join he kind of had like a film mind too mm-hmm. he watches a lot of movies a lot of tv shows he was like listen i think i can like help you guys as well Mm-hmm. and so yeah that's how we started he like directed it he would be behind the camera and stuff and we're all just learning as we're going along with it and everything too so um then we you know school got kind of hectic so we thought like doing a podcast would be more like efficient mm-hmm. which we did so the podcast was efficient and stuff we had people come on doing different talents around the city and stuff coming on and stuff and that's how um, I went to your your show. Mm-hmm.
0: That was one of the funniest episodes we have yeah, <laughs> to date. Today it was wild,
2: uh, very unexpected too. But you know, <laughs> yeah, no, no,
0: I expected yes. it because Trey is a clown. He's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, He's you're like the low key funny, and yeah. then Trey's like in your face funny. So I think it's a perfect combination. I also think it's interesting to see like like we were talking off yeah. air how you're all really you know doing things you set out to do we've seen a commercial Mm -hmm. ray is working and they're also doing road to riches as well
1: yeah yep so i asked them too i was like listen guys so about road to riches i was like listen i'm gonna write because i wrote their characters um spoiler alert they're named after their real names Mm. in the show but i i had them act as each other like
3: yeah. Flipped.
1: yeah, so their personalities are They have the same names, but their personalities are different That's so that that interesting can, yeah, So that way I can bring out their acting like Because yes. it. it's easy to act as yourself Very
2: whatever. true
1: So I wanted it to bring out their acting Personality-wise like that and everything
0: That's hilarious, because now I'm thinking about the trailer mm-hmm. With uh, Ray and Trey on the couch
2: Yeah <laughs> It makes sense
0: It does make a lot of sense now That's funny How is it working with people you know personally? How do you separate work and uh, friendship.
1: Yeah, it was... Um, That's funny, because, like... So, when I, first, when I first finished the show, I had them, all the actors come... Everybody involved, I had them come to my house. And I just told them, I was like, listen, um, I know you guys all from different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Some people didn't know each other. Some people did in the room. But I was like, listen, I know you guys from all different walks of life. But um, this is something that I'm going to take completely serious. So, if you guys don't want to be a part of it, I even told Ray and I was like, if you guys don't have time mm-hmm. to be a part of it, or you know, if you guys, if I see you guys not really taking it as serious, then I, I would have to find like somebody else who can do this. Cause mm-hmm. I wanted to do this no matter what, mm-hmm. like, this is something that I've been putting time in and everything. So, um, I think they seen my determination and then it just went from, okay, this is my friend making something to All right, this is somebody I know who's making something that they've always wanted to make. And how can I help them reach that? Mm-hmm. Their, their their goal in that. And it was hard. I'm not going to lie. Um, being in it, writing it and also directing it too um i kind of i thought it was going to be i I didn't say it was going to be easy but Mm -hmm. i didn't know it was going to be as hard because you got to like film make sure you're doing good make sure they're doing good direction it was it was tough but i had an assistant director too so it kind of helped the load
2: what was your favorite part of the process in terms of writing and directing
1: okay so my favorite part was probably definitely directing they're writing it too just because you see what you put on paper or in this case uh on a uh, computer on a computer um <laughs> come to life and you're responsible for like having that certain person do this move that way talk that way um so it's just seeing like something come to life mm-hmm.
0: how easy was it for you to translate your writing into action because i feel like in a like versus a book like right now i haven't really said this out loud so it's going to feel weird but i'm in the middle of writing a book Okay. And it's hard for me to like literally narrate step by step what the character is doing because you're just writing a story, but you don't think about all the details. So how was that? Like taking it off the computer and putting it in real life?
1: Yeah, it was um, it was tough because as uh, you're writing a book, so I don't know what stage you're in the beginning or the beginning stage. Or- I'm at the beginning. Yeah. So it's going to change a lot. Like stuff that you have from the beginning is not going to be what you're going to have at the end. Um, it was hard doing dialogue too because you wanna you you don't want it to every character has to feel different mm-hmm. and you have to kind of like just make sure that that
2: And cap cap, cap size the yeah the, the the motion and action of someone to make sure it's concise with the whole story
1: exactly and I think the best way to have a successful like anything if you have multiple characters is if the audience can resonate with different characters like you don't want like honestly i didn't want to be the best person on the show because then it just i just feel like then the other characters don't really get their shine i don't i want that's why the first trailer i put was ray and trey because i wanted to show people their ability and these are characters Mm -hmm. that's going to be a part of this world not just you know i'm in it Mm -hmm. right so and you people know me so and i was in close call people know kind of kind of know how i act depending on the character and stuff but Mm -hmm. I just wanted to showcase other people in the show, so that way they can be like, okay, that person's funny. I like that character. Let me let me, that character be a reason for why I watch, and then there'd be another character. Okay, that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. So then you get more of a more more people go to the show. Yeah, it's more dynamic exactly. that way.
0: Uh, how do you how do you come up with the character development? Because I know that that's a, also a big part. Like sometimes I will watch a movie and it lacks character development, mm-hmm. or I will watch a show and it's too much character development. So mm-hmm. how do you? Like Ruben was saying, like, how do you make it concise enough to where it's well-developed, but, like, not doing too much?
1: Okay, yeah, it's, it's I guess the plot kind of helps with that case, too, because, like, you want your story to go in a certain direction, you just have to make these characters fit in that plot. So character development comes with what changes for that character with the plot. So if something's happening to that character, you want to see how they kind of handle that situation that they're in. And that's why I'm happy with the actors that I had in it, because they did a great job of, like... If i threw something at them mm-hmm. they'd be like okay and they were also very they talked back to me too like you know they gave feedback too like okay i feel like uh, my character would do this or if i would can i do can i do this way or say this line a certain way and we talk about it in the room and we'd uh, i'd be like yeah yeah let's just tweak this a little bit oh i like the way you said that like, let's do it this way and it's just like that so like um character development you know this is a show that's gonna like span where we did the first season that's what you guys are gonna see the first mm-hmm. season but i plan on doing it for like three seasons so Nice. Um, The character development Will be progressive Throughout each Each uh You'll see each episode Or each season
2: How many episodes Do you have For the first season
1: Uh it's Four episodes Okay yeah, Four episodes Nice and
0: short yeah. I like it Uh Dang I lost my Is play. it oh, okay. Are they
2: hour long Um Episodes Or are they like You know Half an hour 15 minutes uh, 10 to 15 Okay 10 to 15 minutes Oh yeah. really short Okay
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a tease it's Like a tease. close yeah, call yeah yeah <laughs> School, school i was like oh. shout out to larry yeah shout, shout out, out to, to larry. larry man yeah
1: that was also a great uh experience too um because larry was larry's like the first person i know who did a show for like out here and stuff like, like serious for yeah, sure. like yeah. For so like that was a good experience to be on too and um larry's actually in the show too so mm-hmm. yeah we uh we got larry last minute larry uh, larry came on he was like a late addition but he saved my life oh, nice.
2: <laughs> yeah okay now um how did you guys meet you and larry
1: um, so it's funny. Me and Larry like always was around each other. He went to my high school, mm. but I was—I think I was a freshman uh, the year he was graduating. So I didn't really like connect with him there. I didn't. It wasn't until college when uh, I joined Bond, uh, mm. the organization and stuff, and um, I seen him doing skits. And he had his—he had a following on Instagram. I remember I went to a union party, and uh, if you guys don't know what a union party is, kind of just like the parties at college and stuff.
0: It's yeah. the biggest parties in New England, really. <laughs>
1: And he had a uh, he had a video like a video of him. One of his skits was on the video where we're, where we're waiting in line to get into the party. And I was like, okay, yeah, this dude definitely definitely has put the work in. because um, college, you know, you got so many people in school, right? To have your video on playing you, got, you definitely
0: to exactly. like, you gotta be somebody. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I seen him doing this thing. We're in the same organization and stuff. So I was just like, okay, we're doing our skits, or we're starting to at least. And he's seen that from us, and then it was just just happened organically. Dope. Yeah.
0: Now, who are are your influences from film because, well, for film, because I see, I know what I see, but I want you to talk about kind of like where you get your inspiration from or what you watched coming up that sparked that interest in you.
1: Yeah. So I watched, a lot of people think that I watched a lot of movies growing up. I actually am not a movie person. I'm more of a TV person. Really? Yeah. Like I've seen a lot of shows um, from all different types of genres, like uh, sitcoms, dramas, like your HBOs, your Netflixes, your like and I'm a big anime fan too, so like that kinda draws inspiration as well. Cause it's a different kind of plot line with anime. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of like real TV they kinda like do rehashing and you get your anime tropes and stuff, but there's a lot of like different stories that's being told on that side. Um I think for like real world like uh inspiration though, right now I would say it's like Issa Ray. Like 100% yeah. Like Issa Yeah
0: Yeah that's right I sent you the thing And then she played everybody it Was like God gotcha bitch It's a master class That you have to pay for <laughs>
2: Yeah I'll be honest I still haven't watched
0: Yo he has not watched Insecure you you Gotta watch out? it man That's what I keep Where, telling,
2: We're about man. to be hit
1: us last season You got a perfect time Come on Team Lawrence
0: you gotta Oof.
2: <laughs> I just wait till it's done now At this point And I'll just binge He's lying watch He's never thing. gonna watch it
0: <laughs> He's never Probably gonna watch it say that
2: don't Probably it. not <laughs> No not, it's just like That's not what I'm into yeah. Like I'm more of the action type of person. So I like comedies, actions, horror films, because I'm, I don't really get scared and I get to like, kind of like.
0: But Insecure is comedy.
1: Well, it's like in like more
2: like a soap opera type. No, comedy. do you need a laugh
1: track? Do you need a laugh track in a show? Mm-hmm? Do you need like personally, do you need a laugh track? No, no. Okay. Good.
0: But I told you last time, it's nothing like a soap opera. Nothing at
1: all.
2: I don't know. I just feel like from when I I hear people talking about it, it sounds like a soap opera to me. So for me, it's like more.
1: If I can explain it, it's kind of just like this woman just living life and things are happening around her. Kind of basically like how we all live life. It's a regular.
0: It's a girl in a regular world. It's literally, to me, what makes Insecure stand out the most is that we're seeing a regular black girl do regular black girl things. And the dynamics of her friendship, so and they're it, so similar. Is to it like, like
2: a a black Daria or something like no. that? Like you know how Daria has things going on, but she's kind of living Wait, life.
0: Actually, mm, nah, Daria darker. Like she's more like,
2: uh, like, but similar. Know. Like you know, the tone of the show. Like there's other characters. people No, because Daria
0: was in high school and Issa Rae. They're all adults. Like yeah, after I think college. it
2: starts yeah. off with her thirtieth birthday. Like yeah. Started. See, I'm completely clueless. So yeah. for me, it's gotta like watch
0: it. it's part of the mm. culture. But what I feel about like you? Have a great time. What about Issa Rae? Do you like? Is it the writing style?
1: I like. Yeah, it's her writing style and the fact that she's kind of she kind of has the same story as me. Like she started off making a show. It was on YouTube. Right. And it got picked up and now we have it as insecure. I forgot it escapes me right now what it was called. Awkward um, Black Girl. Awkward Black Girl, yeah, that's what it was called. And it was on YouTube and it was, you know, it wasn't the most high budgeted show, but the premise was there and they liked the premise, so they picked it up. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, like the way if I if I would compare my show to a show, it would be like the Atlantas and like the, the Insecures. Okay. Is that
0: your is that what you're wishing? That it gets picked up or right now you just Kind of more focused on the groundwork
1: oh for sure i would hope it would get picked up like i think the premise is like elite i'm not gonna lie and like, <laughs> okay <laughs> and i i would hope it gets picked up but as long as i'm still like heavily involved like how Issa's is heavily involved with insecure like she didn't just give it to them and like mm-hmm. okay here's a show i'll act in it though like she's still the person yeah. who writes the stuff and, and now she's sense. a millionaire and now she's a millionaire
0: literally like four years in not yeah. I mean obviously there was Aqu- awkward black girl I think was on for three years before it got picked up, so you're about the same three seasons. So yeah. let's see what happens. Now when you make when you put out this show, how will you release it? Like how will you go yeah. about it?
1: So um, it's going to be on Instagram. Um, it'll be on my Instagram personal Instagram, and it'll be like IGTV. Um, I think that's a great platform, and a lot of people don't really use it to its best mm-hmm. of its ability, and Facebook as well. Uh, Facebook is like uh, I think Facebook's a monster With videos
2: Like For sure
0: like, Facebook watch And all that yeah, stuff like, Yeah
2: Are you crazy. also gonna put it on YouTube?
1: Yeah it's gonna go on YouTube A little later Okay it's gonna do a lot of uh, Just cause like YouTube's harder with the copyright And everything but, mm-hmm. like, that I stuff. was just about so, to
0: say Why did you decide to do it that way? You um, just answered
1: it Yeah that too And just because like I've been creating on YouTube For a while And I've just seen Just like how hard it is to I, I, I feel like it would be a Harder for me to get that show On mm-hmm. YouTube to pop off um, A lot of people like Especially our age, mm-hmm. Instagram is like their go-to. We go to YouTube for like if we're trying to learn something or like a like a video. But if you're going to watch a show, just I don't think YouTube is like that. That's where true. you go and go anymore.
2: Word. yeah, because the- I do that too. Christina, Christina always yells at me. He yeah, you're it always it on YouTube. YouTube um, I call it U- YouTube University. University. Yeah. You know, because I I mean everything I've learned has been through YouTube. Like in terms of creative, how to put my creativeness out there and you know just get the work out there how is it for you
1: um yeah i definitely agree i go on youtube a lot too if i'm trying to learn something um or if i'm trying to when i'm editing and i got to see something to make it turn into something mm-hmm. go on youtube type this up have a little seven-year-old tell me how to do it that'd and, be crazy sometimes <laughs> no yeah there would be like a six-year-old kid who's so knowledgeable about mm-hmm. it i'm just like wow <laughs> it's not it's, <laughs> it's crazy
0: are there any creatives in your family where do you, where does this come from
1: um no, nah, actually no, nah, there's not there's, there's no creatives in my family. Just you? Nah, I think about it. Yeah, it's just me. And you didn't I guess take all
0: the heat all it's just you on the throne. No,
1: nah, my my um my my brother he uh he's a rapper, so he yeah, I think oh, that's music, writing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh honestly if if I had a past life, I would want to be a musician. <laughs> a past life. I just think it would be cool to like I think it's dope that you can go on stage and have people recite your songs that you wrote yeah. in your room when you were going through this time and this moment
0: that's incredible and it
1: resonates with somebody i think that's probably like one of the best feelings ever
0: what's the vision for you like where do you see yourself where do you want to see yourself like if you could map out and draw out your future what would it look like
1: uh, so i wanted to be a in high school, I wanted to be a talk show host, like, so bad. Mm. Yeah, like, that's where the kind of, like, the podcasting thing came from, too, because I just liked hearing people. I like hearing other people's, like, stories about, like, where they came from because everybody's, like, a main character mm-hmm. in their own life, right? So that's what I wanted to do. As I got older, I kind of just wanted to be, like, just creative. So, like, making a show and putting that out into the world and having people interpret it. Because when I put this out, it's no longer my art. It's going to be... I I don't know how. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Everybody's like, I'm going to get the feedback for it. This person's going to see this show a different way than this person's going to see it. So,
0: literally a different perspective. We were talking about that not too long ago.
1: So, just creating like anything possibly. Like, I like to be behind the scenes as much as I like to be in front of it too. But I think I'm starting to like being behind more. Just like overseeing stuff and kind of just like, yeah, just like seeing things go on and stuff like that.
0: So, you're going to do shows? Like, that's what you want to do?
1: I want to do director. Director
0: not never film like this No yeah frame. no
1: too if I can act as well like if either or comes first like if I can mm-hmm. act and just be that strictly be an actor then mm-hmm. I'm perfectly fine with that but
0: What if they pick up this show and say hey um we don't want you to write or direct just act
1: Do I have no say? No. Then no way.
0: No way like you get rhyme? <laughs> so you're I, just going to like let that. the contract flow into the air?
1: Yeah, I got I got to I got to be a part of the creative process. Like I can't just be like okay, I can't have somebody take my show and be like okay, you know, you're just gonna be the actor in it, and then I just don't know because.
2: Or they even replace you like they did so or many people. And
1: Viv, <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: that's the more noticeable one, yeah. but they've done that with plenty of people in the mm-hmm. past. Like imagine just selling your show to this company and have people just replace you.
1: The only way I would do that, if they pay me really, really well, I just take that money and go make another show and I'll mm. act in this one. But I'll t- I'll be a part of the next one.
0: That's smart. You know, it's funny because I was listening to uh, what's his name? Ice Cube. I think it was the million dollar uh, million dollars worth of game podcast. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he met. Uh, what's the man that passed away? He made um, Boys in the Hood. Is The black dude, the black film. Oh, he just died yeah
1: um, his name escapes me i know exactly who you're talking about too though oh
0: damn i forgot but you know what i'm talking yeah. about he made uh boys in the hood he made something else oh he made yeah. a lot of classic movies yeah he's huge you know yeah. what, if i'm now i have to look it up but ice cube was talking about how like he was in college and he was telling him i want you to act I want you to be in this movie. I think you would be perfect. He was already part of, obviously, he was part of NWA. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. NWA was already kind of like seeing a decline. And
2: uh, now you got me.
0: I'm going to look it up okay. right now. But he was talking about how he was in college and like he had this vision for Ice Cube. And Ice Cube was like, nah, I don't, like, don't want to act. I have no experience. And then obviously ended up making one of the, biggest movies in black film of all time, if not film in general.
1: I'm like at ice cube now. Barbershop.
0: No, Boys in yeah. the Hood I'm talking about.
1: Oh see
2: perspective. No,
0: no, I'm talking about the guy who was oh, telling was him that he <laughs> should be in this about story.
2: ice cube, because I haven't seen the the interview myself. So yeah. Yeah. I thought now he was talking about now. ice cube making the biggest movie.
0: But where I'm going with that I mean, is... But he,
2: he mo- most certainly was part of Barbershop. No, no, I don't Mm. think so.
0: But I'm going to look it up now. But where I'm going with that story is, you know, you when you think about like people in L.A., they have all this experience and Mm -hmm. all this accessibility to work on set to do this, to meet this person. But, you know, we come from the smallest state where there's not. But, you know, you've been fortunate to have bigger. You've worked in like real life sets. Yeah. How do you think how do you think that would be a detriment to you if not a pro? Do you think there's a pro and con to that?
1: Working in a live set and everything?
0: No, like coming from here and not having the accessibility to film and TV and all that stuff.
1: Um, I think it's a pro too, just because, uh, well, for me specifically, I'm just talking for myself, just seeing where it can go. So working on those sets and seeing those people working in Rhode Island, right? Like seeing them come all the way here to make a film that's supposed to look like, I think it was supposed to be Colorado. But just seeing those people who are from Rhode Island, making all the like i'm just like how did you get into this right with no kind of like resources but you did it somehow or some way like you're here doing it mm-hmm. so i think that's a pro like when i seen that i was just like okay yeah i can definitely do this and it could be a con too just because it's kind of like discouraging mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying like you don't really see a lot of black film like when you talk to kids you don't ask you like especially black are, are like Kids of color, you don't hear them say, like, oh, I want to be a filmmaker. Like, it's either, like, oh, I want to be a rapper. Exactly.
2: Or, I want to be a rapper or a basketball player yeah, exactly. right now mm-hmm. or football.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of sports, mm-hmm. right? So, like, a, kinda, a lot of our idols don't, like, kids growing up, like, they're not filmmakers or they're not movie stars or anything like that, too. So, that could be kind of, like, a con. Um, so, hopefully, um, this show comes out and I inspire some kid that didn't know he wanted to be a filmmaker and just, like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, I want to do this.
2: How did you yourself get into the industry? In terms of working behind scenes and getting to go in them rooms where people are showing up and they're like these big actors and people of that stature
1: yeah so i was very fortunate enough to have a friend who graduated um and he went to school for film i didn't go to school for film Mm -hmm. i wish i did but i didn't and he graduated and he got into um the industry before me And I asked him. I just straight up asked him. I was like, "Yo, how did you get into this?" And he he looked out, put a word in, and the rest was history. But it's not. It's as I got into it, I realized it wasn't as hard. They do Mm -hmm. a lot of like bookings. Like I'm signed up right now um, for like a casting call. Like there's things that you just go on Facebook and you can put your email or whatever, and you get emails for casting calls um, with descriptions. Like we're looking for a. African American, five six, beard. I
0: can't believe they're still using the word African American. Why not just say black? But well, go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, they like they'll do stuff like that, and then you can just you know try out, try out. You can, yeah, I'm you gonna sign head up headshot. to something
2: soon then. Uh, yeah, man. If you uh, got your headshots, no, I, I got to show you my little skit that I did. No, please. Yeah, you gave me props. It's terrible. It's terrible, but it's crazy. Hey, so I was at work. It's it's funny. What was it about? Aliens. Oh, okay. Monsters, <laughs> <laughs> scary shit. But you know what I mean. So the, I d- did a little something. The <laughs> filmmaker <laughs> Let's get back I was <laughs> the, the
0: filmmaker I was talking about was John Singleton.
2: John Singleton. So okay. he
0: made yeah. Boys in the Hood, Four Brothers, Baby Boy, Shaft, Poetic Justice, just about every single classic.
1: That's it. Those those you said four? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those first four were all classic.
0: He's on two. Uh, he worked on Two Fast, Two Furious, Empire, and Empire a whole bunch the of the other show. Shows. Empire the Show, yeah. The show
3: or the movie? Mm -hmm. No, the show. Okay. Yeah, and he worked with Michael Jackson too.
1: He actually
0: directed Remember the Time, Michael Jackson's Remember the Time. Wow, he still got some. Yeah, he's a a legend. Rest in peace, John Singleton. But so I've seen a shift in your Instagram. Yeah. I feel like it's just been a regular Instagram up until Instagram. Up until, I would say, like, maybe early this year, I've been seeing a lot of acting skits. I've been seeing you're also doing the gaming thing. What happened between then and, like, today, like, mentally?
1: I stopped caring about pictures on Instagram, like, just in general. Like, I was just, let me just, this is my Instagram. Let me just put what I like. That's how I've been taking social media in general. Like, it was, I don't know what happened. It was just a switch when I was just like, Y'all follow me. <laughs> this is my world that's and y'all right? are following my mind in my world. So let me just post what I want to and that's what I've been doing before I guess before it was just like oh I need a caption for this picture or you know take mm-hmm. a picture of me and stuff and I'm that not That could
2: be Yeah, like very dreadful. Yeah, Can't yeah. figure out For a whole day You're like I'll post this later <laughs> Exactly I was, I was like oh
1: what time, are they, what time are people on So I can post this picture And I get a lot of likes Like yeah, That, that doesn't, was, doesn't work anymore you Gotta look yeah. for the
2: algorithms yeah. And stuff like that And
1: it was tiring I was just like I'm not I mean I am I think I'm a photogenic person But I'm not a person who well, You've been
0: flexing on yourself a lot <laughs> <laughs> God,
2: And now people are Now a lot of people are photogenic That's
0: true
1: So like I was just like But I don't care for pictures like that too Like Before um somebody told me like oh you don't have no pictures in your phone it was just memes and stuff and I was just like oh no it wasn't even memes at the time it was just no pictures in my phone and they were just like oh you have no pictures in your phone and I was like yeah I just don't I kind of just live in the moment Mm. with pictures and stuff so but I just started just posting stuff that I do and what I want to be known for so like I like that you noticed it because that's what I did it for like yeah, I was gonna say doesn't... I thought
0: it was strategic because it's you d- you recently put up the uh, voiceover of um uh the bad oh the uh, Breaking Bad Breaking Bad yeah, yes yeah. and I was like I feel like this is a strategy but you're saying it's just natural
1: yeah um because I started TikTok that was yeah it was a TikTok um during the pandemic like as soon as mm-hmm. it started uh, I started doing TikToks and stuff but I didn't really take it serious and Did somebody told me. dances. Nah, no dances, no dances, no dances.
0: (laughs) Not the Savage Challenge.
1: (laughs) Not the Savage Challenge. Somebody told me, they were like, oh, I think you would be big on TikTok if you took it serious. And I was like, nah, they're just dancing over there. I never really seen what the underlying of TikTok was until I started using it myself. And then I seen, like, people would act on there and get Mm -hmm. so many views. You get a lot of feedback on TikTok. Really? I think that's the most social media feedback I ever got in my life. Between Mm. and I'm a bit like I'm a big Twitter person, but Mm -hmm. the most feedback I ever get on any social Mm -hmm. media platform is TikTok. I think
0: I was going to say, I think if I'm not mistaken, the people who own it refuse to sell information. So it's the only app I think that doesn't work by like
2: algorithms and stuff like that.
0: Well, it's not precise as Mm -hmm. precise as Mm -hmm. Instagram is. There's still algorithms because they'll give you videos by what you like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's interesting that you're saying that there's a lot of feedback on there. And is it true that if you use it too much, like something pops up and be like, hey.
1: Oh, I don't know. I try to actually not use it too much. Mm. I go on there to find stuff that I want to either do a voiceover or, on or something I can use as inspiration. But I, it's, a, it's an addicting app. And I've seen people like spend hours on it. And I don't want to be that type of person. But I've been so, down that road
2: already. Yeah, man. So on I TikTok? Just, it's very yeah. addicting. It's
1: like Vine back in the day. Like Vine. Yeah, it's
2: exactly like it. Like... Y- you remember flipping through those videos and sometimes I'll click on that video there's another video like it another one and I then I don't
0: have TikTok so I don't know
1: yeah it's very addicting so I go on there for like a specific thing and then I'll hop off mm. if I see a sound that I like I'll be like okay I'll like it I'll save it for future reference and mm-hmm. then I'll just hop back mm-hmm. off mm-hmm. so cuz I know how crazy it can get
0: yeah and you can get addicted to that yeah and um when it comes to your writing Cause I think as a writer, what happens is you always feel like you have ideas that pop into your head and you want to turn every idea into like something tangible. Yes. So for you, how do you keep that under control?
1: I'm fortunate enough to have somebody who just keeps me grounded. <laughs> Cause my mind runs like a mile a minute. Like I want to, I'm kind of like, I would say I'm very impulsive. Mm. Um, What's your sign? I'm just for shits and giggles. I'm a Capricorn. The last. I mean, day. I'm glad to you nice. didn't
2: say cancer because I would have had some eyes on me right now. Oh, are yeah. you a big like He's astrology a person? No, oh, we yeah, just do too. it for
0: fun. All right. Okay. I don't know if we believe it or not, but sometimes I've been
1: actually, you know, I've been talking to a couple people, and um, I've been more into it, into it, like listening wise. Like I still kind of like I don't believe in like oh yeah I'm not going to talk to you because your sign is this this. Yeah, that's this. crazy. Know, that's kind of ridiculous to me. But like now I've kind of been listening to like. These spiritual people talk to me about like the sun or your your moon rising and all this mm-hmm. other stuff, and it's interesting. Like I don't per se believe in it a hundred percent, but like for a person who does believe in a hundred percent, they will tell you so much stuff about yourself, uh, so much stuff about you, and then you got to like pick and choose some some things. Be very like like okay, that can apply to anybody, but
0: yeah, like you're responsible. Like yes, so are other <laughs> people. Like it's just regular shit. But what were we talking about?
1: Oh, uh, just like. How you're writing keep my yes, yeah, yeah. keep grounded so um like is like what i wrote the show in the beginning the beginning is so much different from like the final product but it was just like a lot of crumpling and throwing away crumpling and throwing away like there was some jokes that's in the there was some jokes that's in the show that i had to take out just because like times not saying that they were bad jokes but it's just like i don't think that joke would land anymore like mm, mm, like they're timely yeah like, like what I, are
2: those like, Damn, <laughs>
1: i wrote happened. i wrote some shit in 2020 and i'm just like it was like pandemic wise but i was just like okay yeah this is not gonna sound like that crazy in 2021 like I, i was like that was like a moment let me take that out let me put something else in that's better that i know would like last no matter what time period it is and that's what it was and just having people just having the right people around you because I had people that I was close to that mm-hmm. wanted their feedback. I told them, too. I was just like, listen, I'm going to send this script out to you guys. I want your feedback. But at the end of the day, like, this is still my project. Mm-hmm. So, like, what goes in is still going to be, like, final say and stuff like that. But I respect you guys. <laughs>
0: so, so what was the point?
3: <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. Because, like, I still like their feedback. I still There were some times where I got feedback, and I was like, you know, you're right. Because, like I said, I'm impulsive. Like, I really wanted to, um, for example, like, I wanted to put out, like, a teaser, teaser for one of the, for Road to Riches, too. But I was just like, okay, let me make, let me wait on this let me not give you guys a minute of one scene when i could just give you guys 15 seconds of it Mm. because like there's some things i don't want to be revealed or you know i'm saying or i think it would hit better if you guys see it for the first time in Mm -hmm. the show rather than like an instagram uh, post i agree no stuff like that you just have people around you be like okay just wait just wait
2: now let's get into the creative side of things because we was talking before the the interview about how you see view see and view movies or shows, yeah. how do you view a show now, like being that you're you've done the work behind a show yeah. it's like if
1: you go to a magic show as a magician, kind of I point out things like if I go to a mm-hmm. movie with, if I go to a movie and I see like a mistake, I'm like, oh yeah, they they messed up, or oh, okay, that actor didn't do that, or mm-hmm. um the lighting so kind of. I can see why I would ruin a movie. Like, if I'm talking to somebody, I can see why I would ruin a show for them. Mm -hmm. Like, for background-wise. But I kind of, like, started now kind of, like, taking it back and just keeping it to myself. But It's hard. Like, you can't
0: unsee the things you know. Like, now you can see the things that, like, just the regular-day person doesn't see. So I think it's interesting that you're saying, like, you ask people for feedback. But, like, they may not see the vision or they may not, like...
1: Yeah. So it was only people, I, the feedback that I only searched was people who did, who, who are in the realm of this. Mm, it okay. wasn't like people who have no idea, like about any film. Like I didn't give it to my mom and be like, you know, give me feedback, <laughs> but <laughs> I gave it to people who like, you know, are either involved in the show as well mm-hmm. or who I worked with before, who were doing this before me. I met this girl in the, in the film industry. Um, she made her show. She's from, uh, Rhode Island, but she moved to LA, made a show out there, put it in Atlanta Film Festival and she won wow yeah and I got to work with her and I sat down before I made the show before I, I wrote it I finished it but I sat down and had dinner with her and everything and I was just like listen um I know you did this before this is what I'm doing I'm directing it you did the same thing you were also acting in it can you give me some feedback and I know this is about to be tough and she gave me like the craziest amount of advice that I probably could have gotten Dope. yeah and so that's that's who I mean when I say I get feedback from nice yeah
0: okay and you said that there's someone that keeps you grounded Are you talking about a therapist
1: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> no just close people just people close to me like you know friends close friends uh family intimate family you know what i'm saying because like they know me the best mm. so like yeah, okay Tashon, like you're don't like i was saying earlier like don't put this out yet because it's not time for it yet
0: what do your parents think about what you do do they like just no, go and create
1: yeah definitely um they, they, my parents are really supportive of like me with the creative side. Like they never, because they know me since I was a kid. I've always been like, like not creative. Well, creative. I had a big imagination as a kid. So like, did they you knew. write as a kid? No, nah, I didn't write as a kid. But like, they seen it. Ha- gonna, they knew it was gonna happen.
2: When when did you stop having your imaginary friend? Uh, that would tell a lot. Like fourteen. Seriously. Like fourteen. Nah, you had front. imaginary friends for real. Uh, I had an imaginary yeah. friend till I was. 12. So yesterday?
1: Oh. I'm joking. on 14. Probably like 12, 11. Really? Yeah, middle school, middle school.
0: I never had an imaginary friend. Wow. Did what does have, that say about me?
1: I'm sick. Did you have real friends the whole time? I, yeah, a lot yeah, of family. I had a lot, a of, lot of cousins. cousins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's about, yeah. So I have, it's just my, my immediate family here. Like my two brothers and my parents. Mm. Everybody else lives out in New York.
0: Ah. Yeah. I was asking uh, about how your parents feel about it because I know a lot of people, well, especially Caribbean parents they kind of like you're Jamaican right yeah they don't understand the creative things of life like they think it's like just American fantasies but they don't really see it because you went to college yeah. did you go to college for film or no
1: I wish I did I went for communications and psychology but I don't know I don't uh, know
0: you could kind of apply that stuff so. you could
1: you could Communications very broad so like you know what I'm saying like I know a lot of people who are in like the spot like now who's main college degree was communications but like mm-hmm. they use it for like they, they're in film and stuff yeah. and, or music Um but my dad he's the biggest supporter he's a comedian himself mm. really like, yeah, like he, for real for real not for real for real but like he would think he would think oh he's funny yeah, <laughs> you would think he's, he was for real for real but not nah, he he was telling I remember he sat me Ray and Trey down when we were first on YouTube. And he was like, yo, this is what you guys got to do. This is what you guys got to get the videos. This <laughs> is how dope. you guys get views and all this that stuff. It's like a two-hour conversation about just stuff.
0: And he's he, he's low-key trying to be the manager.
1: No, yeah, he is. And he <laughs> wishes, he like, I know he's living vicariously through us too because <laughs> every time he goes out, he's like, oh, I should have had, I should have had my own YouTube channel because he, uh, he wants to go around tasting food and stuff.
2: Oh, uh, that's yeah. funny. I, I actually like a worked on a, on a show that never aired that was Eating food And It's The food booze, and friends? No no It's a whole different Oh okay. show. this is with Some other Ooh. guys Some other company You should tell your dad To do it
1: Yeah it's all about doing it
0: That would be funny Not him having a second career After like what I mean <laughs> Your parents are probably young Cause you're young Yeah they're, they're But young. that would be funny And then, then your dad makes it Before you do so <laughs> it's going to be, some, it's gonna be awkward
1: Thanksgiving's Tell you that much That's hilarious But I'm with it though At least we get free food Every time you comes in.
2: True He'll <laughs> probably have The bomb is turkey uh-uh. If you eat turkey yeah.
1: And if he gets to travel
0: Listen It's possible
2: Having a Thanksgiving feast On the Burj Khalifa Top yep. floor On the yep. what? I me, I'm going to have Burj Khalifa Dubai Come on Never heard of it yeah, I get hit
1: I'm going to have him listen to this podcast too Get his Get his mind <laughs> going his mind going, his mind going.
0: <laughs> But we're seeing like parents do crazy things like Britney Spears dad who has who actually decided to step down but that somebody's gonna take it her somebody's gonna take his place. So she will still be under somebody's conservative ship, but at least it won't be him and his evil ways. How do you feel that you'll be able to deal with reality? I mean fame. Because we we see a lot of people like lose it.
1: Yeah. Um I mean, uh, I could sit up here and say, like, it won't change, but you just never know. Like, cause mm-hmm. you're going to be in a whole mm-hmm. different environment. And it's like, you know, you've, you're seeing money and things that you've never seen before. You couldn't even imagine that you've seen before. I hopefully, I promise myself that I won't. Um, I'm, I kind of want to stay grounded. And even if I'm like, my whole thing is like, I, fame is, I, I feel like fame is like a drug, right? Mm-hmm. There's always like something you want more of it. You know, you can, mm-hmm. you can never be too famous.
2: It's like money. Yeah. You got, you got a nice bag. You're going to want to get a bigger bag. Exactly.
1: So um, hopefully I just keep the same people around me that have keep, have kept me grounded now and they can keep me grounded or we can keep each other grounded uh, as we all make it because I have creative friends as well, which mm-hmm. is also, I think, what keeps me motivated just seeing being around people who are creative might not be in the same lane, but you see that person doing something in their lane and you're like, boom, wow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, you know, when we all make it, we all we all make it together in the same same vicinity and stuff. So
0: Kevin Hart literally did lives that life. Yeah, like all the friends that he has, they're all comedians. They all mm-hmm. write with each other, and they all created that uh, LOL network. I think it's LOL called. Network, yeah. And he's known them literally. I think since he was in his teens, if not or a even little like older,
2: people coming up too that he brought. Brought, brought along, with them along yeah. yeah, like
0: Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Haddish is one. So that's, I think you know, that's the key. Keep sometimes the right people around
2: you. That's exactly. Sometimes that's what you need. Those key people in your corner, you know, just guiding you. They don't even need to be like, "Yo." Sometimes they don't even need to tell you change your way. Just, you know, make sure I'm guided in the right, right way, and just be there for me. Yeah. So that's very important. I'm glad that you got that type of system behind you because not everybody Me has too. it mm-hmm.
1: and being uh being like a writer. fortunately enough i think like being a writer director as or an actor like it's acting is a little bit more crazier but like a writing director like you don't really hear that many stories about like that true i'm um, like losing their minds or whatever just because i feel like you know you're kind of in control at that point because you're the one mm. making it mm-hmm. um acting you're acting not really unless you're acting and directing but like acting you're just because some people have to play some crazy roles mm-hmm. right yeah like i we, like everybody knows about something? like, yeah, like, yeah. or
0: everybody knows like Heath Ledger yeah. playing Joker and even Jack Nicholson, like everybody that's played Joker has kind of lost
1: their mind a little bit. Yeah, because you got to like get into that like psyche of like a chaotic person um, and I can do some things to you. And that's the psychology degree coming in.
0: <laughs> right. That's why I say you can use that stuff. You yeah. can apply that to acting. How is it? What was I going to say? Well, what, what were you just talking about?
1: About the Joker and how acting changing me. No,
0: I was going to ask you, what are you going to do with your first bag? What would you do
1: with your first bag? First bag? Damn. um, That's a question.
2: Let's make that aside aside from reinvesting into the company. Like, this is your bag. Like, Like a
0: profit. A profit
1: for you. The first thing I do to go on vacation with my closest, like, friends. And get lit? Get, get laid, or just I see like, how you guys get down.
2: <laughs> 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 no, nah, not even like that. Just shout like, out to yo, flavors. like.
1: When you meet, shout out to flavors. When you just like asked this question the other day on uh, the timeline on Twitter, I was just like, yo, what do you, like, how do you guys just think it feels when you reach like something you've been hoping for your whole life? Mm. Like, how do you think that feeling is? Like, you probably want more after. Like, cause it's never enough. Like we were just saying, mm-hmm. like, saying but just like that's a good ask. Just question. one specific goal that you wanted to. So, let's like, say, like I like I wanted to be an actor. Like honestly, honestly, the show coming out is a goal. I wanted to do this since I was sixteen. I remember, and I was in high school, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna write a show one day." So, like, that's a goal right there. And once I do mm-hmm. this, like
2: you already ex- exceeded what you asked for. So now you gotta think of the next thing. Yeah,
1: but like for my first bag, I probably just go on like a, a vacation with my closest friends and just celebrate that, and then. Probably just get back to work, like expand on probably like I want an LOL network or something like that, where I'm a hundred percent.
2: Yeah, that would be okay. dope.
1: You know what I mean? Especially like out here in Rhode Island, that'd be pretty dope too. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I f- I feel like that que- uh, that answer was kind of PC. Was the first thing that you're gonna splurge on yourself with?
1: I gotta get I gotta get a house. I gotta get a house I love my space
2: What kind of house? Cause you know People say house You know <laughs> And some people say house But they mean mansion No, mean- nah, I
1: can't do a mansion Yet yeah, at least That's a big okay. step That's a yeah, big step that's, that's I just got my own room <laughs> I just got my room I could imagine like 40 of them shits But Probably like a, a Decent sized crib Okay A decent sized crib Cause I gotta I, I, I gotta decorate it Like with all my anime stuff With all like, my I, video I game stuff going. All my tech stuff you know what I mean? That would be the first like bag. Like just invest in myself. I think if you invest in like your mm-hmm. home, because that's like your sanctuary, mm-hmm. right? That's like where you spit like you lay your head at night there. Right? So that's just something you gotta like make sure is like a hundred percent like your own your
2: own, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna ask you my last question. All right. <laughs> as a writer and a director, yeah. What are I'm gonna ask you for two movies of each. Mm-hmm. What movies as a director is like something that can describe you, or you, or you could do show. Mm-hmm. Don't use insecure because we already use those, so we need something different. But as a director and a writer, I, I want two of each.
1: Director and a writer. So you're saying like what I think is like one of the like a really yeah good. like
2: go okay. You.
1: Um, off the top of my head right now, I'm gonna say Reservoir Dogs. I think that that that's for writing. Okay. I think Reservoir Dogs is like one of the cl- greatest movies of all time. I'm not sure if you guys from Get another pick. And for uh writer. Writing Breaking Bad.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah, I think everything that happened in that show was just like you got to be a genius to make that. Mm.
2: Yeah. Now, now, on the director side. Director
1: side, um this is a newer one, but I'm going to say Euphoria. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I think the direction of that show was amazing. What? Cinematography, but
2: Okay, because that's what I was going to get. Like, is it uh, cinematography or is it, uh, you know, how they, like, you know, sometimes it's something as small as whip pans and how they handle the the camera, the editing
1: because I would say the premise is pretty, like, cliche, like, just, like, kid drugs and, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, teenagers. A lot of ne- a, a lot of Netflix shows are now doing that, too, where you got, like, a, these kids just, like, dealing with, like, drugs and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. So that's kind of, like, the cliche part of it. But I think they do a really good job, and that's where it comes with the acting and the directing of it. And the cinematography gotcha. is the best part of it.
2: Now, what can you hey, tell hold us? Hold on, he gets oh. one more oh, Okay, in the director one. Director. Let's see.
1: You said I could do a TV
2: show or a movie? Yeah, you could do a TV show if you you want. Westworld. Mm. Westworld. Never seen that one before. Why?
1: Um, I just think. Uh, oh, change my mind. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, with uh, with, uh, with the, not us. What's the other one? Get out. Ooh. Okay, I haven't watched it. What?
0: Yeah, you like horror movies?
2: I haven't, I haven't watched it.
0: Yo, you don't watch nothing culturally. I, I told you
2: we we've been through this road on this podcast. That I haven't watched Get Out.
0: That's Get Out.
2: <laughs> you know, like from us for Jordan Peel. Like I, nah. I I'm big into the Jordan um yeah. Kim Peel show. And like even through the the show you see like his influence. Like yeah. some episodes with borderline dark. pretty dark.
1: I say the reason why I said uh get out is just because for direction wise, just because like he said he was writing that for years mm-hmm. and he's a comedian, like he's a comedian. I think comedians are like the best people to make because you can for make, sure. you can make as a comedian, you can make anything that's serious a joke. Mm-hmm. Right, anything could be considered a joke if you if you're good enough to make it a joke. Right, at least one that's funny. And so for Jordan Pill to make see right now, he has two under his belt. I think like he's just, I, I just think he's a genius. Being well, able three to go backwards.
0: What's the other one? Candyman is coming out. Oh this yeah, I got
1: Candyman, but mm-hmm. we got to see True. if I can give him those flowers. But just to go backwards with it, because I said like you can be a comedian, you can make anything funny, but it's mm-hmm. hard to make translate that to something that's serious drama horror, mm. like, like suspense and us was i mean uh, well us too but i think just get out was um it was very different
0: it was very um precise like the details yeah. very uh nitpicked and clever to
1: the point where you can go on youtube and mm-hmm. type like put in like Stuff that you miss. You can watch a movie five times and still find something. I stuff. mean, but yeah. now,
2: nowadays, every every movie has Easter eggs and, no, you know, things definitely- you got to look for.
1: Yeah, that, but this is different. These are, like, things where you're just like, wow, like, it's in plain sight, but I didn't catch it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? And it's just like, I remember, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there's one part where the homegirl's eating cereal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's
1: one part where she's eating cereal, and that was so important to the movie.
0: I didn't catch that at
1: all. Yeah, me either. And so I won in that video. And it's just important to movie. Like you, would, you wouldn't think that, but it's and you, you got to be as a director. You got to like put stuff in there to like these context clues. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Us though? You haven't seen any Jordan Peele movie, no? Okay, I'm just a fan? skits and
2: like the shorter stuff. Like yeah, you know, the, there's this one where the girlfriend tells the guy like, "Yo, you can't do anything." Like she was basically he was on lockdown, and she was like, uh, she wore the pants. Yeah, yeah, she wore the pants, and it, it went from. It got dark, and then it got a little dark but uncomfortable, dark, like oh shit, like this is this really could be someone, yeah,
0: you know what I like about him is that he stretches things, like he says, we got this far now, how much further can we take it and I think in the skits, it didn't really translate well, like there's the skit with the brand new hat. Yeah. And then there's the Asian lady making the hat on top. <laughs> and then when they're like trying to whisper the word bitch behind their wives. I said bitch. And now they're in space, like just doing the most, mm-hmm. but it works out for film. But, um, what can you tell us about the show to, before we end it off? Cause we didn't even talk about the premise of the show. Yeah, what so, is the uh, show about?
1: So the show's about basically it's loosely based off a real event that had happened to me in college. Um, I got into the wrong car and there was some things going on in that car, which I thought it was my Uber. Um, Some illegal things were going on in that car. I thought it was my actual Uber, same car color and everything. Mm. So I got into the wrong car. Um, I got a gun pulled out on me because I wasn't supposed to be in that car and the dude was kind of startled or whatever. Mm -hmm. I was trying to explain to him like, yo, I'm not like this. I thought this was my Uber and he wasn't trying to hear it. Yeah, it was wild. (laughs) I was like seven. I was like, no, I was like 19 Mm. and he wasn't trying to hear it. Right. And I never had a gun pulled on me before. So I'm just like mm. frozen. And he let me get out the car or whatever, like long story short. And I got into my actual Uber like, ride. I was going to a party. And I, I, How the
0: hell did you get a party after that? I would have been shook.
1: I, ha- <laughs> I couldn't go back because I lived in a single by myself. I couldn't just go back there and just like, deal with all that by mm-hmm. myself. I had to, like, just distraction wise. So, um, but the show picks up from that. I made that. And made it, like I said, you can make like, mm-hmm. any serious thing into a joke. So I just stretch that premise into a TV show, um, and it just goes into different lanes, and you find out stuff about um, different characters. It's like a deeper story than what initially it starts off as, and you find that out throughout the season. You're going to find that out through multiple seasons um, about what's really going on, and it's just me circulating through these situations and hijinks that I get myself into with people around me. That so I pull is, into the pull So is the it. genre
0: comedy overall or will there be drama, like serious moments? I would say
1: it's a dramedy.
0: Okay.
2: Dramedy. I like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited it's and I'm of, proud of you. Because you say you've been trying to write something since sixteen and you're you say you're twenty six. Yeah. So years. it took you ten years to and that's the number we were talking 10 about. Years.
1: Yeah. We it took you ten years this. to
0: do, you know, to put things into the world. So we're looking forward to it.
2: Now tell us real quick who's in it. All right, so we got um
1: we got Ray and Trey, we got Larry, we got Lexus, we got this dude I met in the film industry, his name is Rosario. Um, another one, his name's Sam. There's a lot of a lot of a lot of characters in this show. Um There's gonna be a lot of different characters with different walks of life, different different like dynamics. It's gonna be it's gonna be very colorful, I would say.
0: Good, good, yeah. good. We're excited. We're I like that it's short too. Yeah. Well, for other people, I like longer things, but I do too. It works out for this generation yeah, specifically. <laughs> yeah,
1: microwave. Yeah, era. yeah popcorn. Yeah, I call yeah, it yeah, the popcorn yeah, fast food era. Yeah. Crazy,
0: yeah. it's crazy. But when when does it come out? August twenty first. August twenty first. Right? Yeah. So why did you pick a Saturday? I'm interested in that.
1: Um, I picked a Saturday because well, once I had to get it out in August. August was the day. It didn't have an actual date uh, until recently when I finally got it, it like it handed it to me and everything and it just, it, I don't know, it was August 21st, it just sounded good. So it was okay. like, let's do August 21st.
0: I thought there was a purpose. But no,
1: no, 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 no hidden message for this one. But how, how? I how,
0: thought you were going to ask something. No, no, I'm just kind of <laughs> yeah, thinking about like, it.
2: I'm like, oh, I like that, just dropping it whenever. Yeah. yeah and yeah. it's not just
1: going to be, um, so it's going to be weekly. The episodes come out weekly, but I'm going to mm. do, I, I don't want to say here, but I have like a surprise I'm going to do in between episodes too, so. To, see to that promote too. the show, yeah. So yeah, just, you hear, just, heard it here first. You heard it here first. So just keep an eye on my we Instagram. We didn't
0: hear here first. He said it's going to be a surprise.
1: Well, you heard about it.
0: You heard <laughs> that there's going to be a surprise. Well, him. let it slide this time. <laughs> but yeah, man, we're excited. August twenty first, Road to Riches. Road to Riches. Hold up, hold up.
2: Before you go, we have to do my favorite part of the show, which is pass me the ox. Yes, yes, yes. And this week, I'm gonna start it myself because I'm kind of like. Mind blown on how well the song sounds in the club Because I've always heard it like outside the club Like, you know, I've heard it in a bar It didn't hit the same I heard it, you know, in my people's cars You know, in the background While people are getting ready to do things But this this weekend I heard Digits by Young Thug In a club
1: Happy birthday, by the way
2: It is his birthday today, right? Wait, who? Young Thug's birthday. birthday. Oh, wow. Um, Shout out to DJ Knockout, which was the DJ. Um, And, you know, I was like, damn, this sounds amazing. Was
1: it like, so the atmosphere kind of like brought it out, right?
2: Yeah, it made me re-like the song again. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it was one of those songs that I liked, but I didn't like it to the level I like it now after hearing it in the club. Got you. So that's why I'm picking that song. Um, I'm gonna jump. To well, what song is it? You it <laughs> oh. yeah, <it's> digits. You said it earlier. I'm gonna go to Christina.
0: Okay. Um, this is not very. Uh, this is not very. I feel like popular, but I really am a fan of K Camp, and he put out an album on Friday. And the song that I'm choosing is Tables Turn. What I like about K Camp is that he's like a lover, but like a fuck boy. And he's, like, has trust issues, but he, like, falls in love hard. Sounds like a very
1: complicated man. Yeah. What is his sign?
0: I don't know. He's probably a
1: Scorpio. <laughs> it sounds very uh,
0: problematic. But, yeah, that's who I've been listening to, K-Camp.
2: I thought you was going to say K-pop. No. Yes, like Absolutely not. You never heard
1: K-pop?
0: No, I have, but no, I'm not a fan. At really? All.
1: I'm more of a J-pop person. i J J-pop more than
0: J-pop. Okay. There's a J-pop?
2: Yeah. You got to get hit. No,
0: I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but I also been listening to Fat Joe's project, but there's not one song that sticks out to me. I just kind of press play.
1: I have a question about the K-Camp one. Is that the, is Renegade on there?
0: I know. Renegade was on the last one.
1: Oh, so he's had another
0: album. Yeah. Okay, okay. okay. This is completely separate. I don't even think he put out. Um,
1: that was the first era of TikTok.
0: Yeah, he didn't put out a single for this album. So it's very interesting. And I like him. So that's mine.
1: Okay. Um, what was my turn? yeah the last one mine's a little old mine's from like 1958 really yeah i wow. was i was um <laughs>
2: <Sorry>. <laughs> i did not expect that <laughs> <date>.
1: <laughs> before i say the song name i just want to say like how i discovered it so i was watching loki um on disney plus it's like a marvel okay. show right and i would say that this show has a really like unique for a marvel show like mm-hmm.
2: they have they I haven't gotten to it so don't spoil i won't, I won't spoil
1: it i would say the ending credits they play music mm-hmm. right and you ever see like a show where like the ending credits start as the show's ending, and then like it fades into the credits? Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was beautiful the way they played. So it's, the song's called um, "If You Love Me" by Brenda Lee. Mm-hmm.
0: Brenda Lee, yeah. I know about Brenda Lee. My stepfather loves her, but he doesn't understand English. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so how do they just the way it he sounds. just likes the melody? Okay. Yeah, yeah, they played that song and. um Talking about just like art mm-hmm. and creativity and stuff like that, the I found out that the song had like a double meaning for like what was going on in the episode mm-hmm. and I just thought yeah, it was gotcha. perfect, right? So I'd been listening to it in the shower a lot. The car rides. That's it's okay. a really good song yeah. by itself. So again, Marvel
2: does that. Yeah. They use movies to to detail what's happening.
0: What's the name of the song?
2: Uh I
1: don't want to butcher it, but it's If you love me, really, really love me quotations. Wow. Yeah.
0: She's the one who sings. She sings a famous Christmas song.
1: Whitney Houston uh, did a cover to the song too. Really?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Brenda Lee, I think
2: that's Brenda Lee that sings. Probably thinking of Brenda K. Star. No,
0: (laughs) there's a song. I think uh, of. Around The Christmas Christmas tree. I think that's Brenda Lee. Oh. If I'm not mistaken, but anyways. I'll look it up after. Yeah, look that up. But yes, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. We're excited for this. Uh, I wish we could talk more about the show, but I guess we have to wait to watch it to talk more about it. I'm very interested in seeing your writing style, the act. I know the acting is good because I've seen y'all act before. So I'm very excited for this.
1: It was crazy. You were one of the first people to actually see the name. I remember I put it on Instagram as a story and you swiped up and it was like the eyes, the two eyes.
0: Yeah, I I knew it because I was like, the way you spelled it, I was like, something's cooking. And then and I, I seen you I po- post, you post pictures. I think you even said
2: something to me. Yeah. Like, yo, you yo, peeping?
0: Because you yeah, took pictures took of pictures. you guys filming. And yeah. I was like, ah, he's up to something.
2: Yeah,
1: I wanted it to be like a whole moment that was documented. Um, so that way, you know, people knew. Because, like, it's hard to keep, like I said earlier, it was like mm-hmm. a lot of people are doing a lot of business right now, like, with their own stuff. So I wanted to make sure, you know, I didn't want this to be for a moment thing. Like, when the show drops, I don't want it to be like, okay, yeah, the Road to Riches came out and it came and went. Like, I want it mm. to be, like, a long-lasting moment. A rollout. Yeah. Like, you, you you know how you're waiting for a show? Like, you're wait, we're waiting for Insecure the next season. Yeah. And like, you probably got some shows just, you're waiting for.
2: Just don't do the Kanye. No, 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 no. Just no. don't do what Kanye's no doing. But you know what would be dope? The- which is probably,
0: <laughs> I feel like, you're surprised. But, yeah. um, like, you know how Insecure they do the talks after? that would be dope if you did that too just interesting, interesting interesting if you ever need a host interesting you know interesting interesting. <laughs> interesting The, wind down, the wind down. Uh, after
2: <laughs> after show yeah, yeah
1: the walking dead does it too yeah the talking dead
0: that's yeah. a perfect way to keep a show like to keep the conversation going oh, i'm
1: not saying that's what it is
0: Talk to hey. hey we already
2: set it up that's it it's a yes, wrap yes
0: so you heard everything here first Mr. Tyshawn Alexander. You got to get used to that because that's like your name now. That's out there. That's my name. Filmmaker. Do,
2: do you want to be called your full name or just Tyshawn? Because I know a lot of people like just their name.
1: You know, if I can just get to Tyshawn, a lot of people call me Ty. <laughs> I have not even get to Tyshawn yet. So if I can get to Tyshawn Alexander, then that's a couple of steps. That's okay. But okay. I, yeah, I would like it. Would First like, name okay. basis. First name
0: basis. All right. Okay. So that's a wrap. <laughs> I'm Man, so I so u- waiting for you
2: I'm so used <laughs> to saying You already know what it is Your boy Ben's alongside Christina Tyshawn Alexander And we are the Spark Up Podcast It's a wrap
0: Peace, Peace. I love this song